Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. What up, my fellow RDs? This is another hella meta episode. I'm coming at you the morning this comes out. This rarely happens, so you are getting a full flow thought process right now. I, I'm i going to give you guys a little bit of an update because I've heard back from some of you guys listening out there that you want little insights into my life. And like, as a manifester, I sometimes don't inform and it can be more challenging for manifestors in general to kind of break down some of those barriers and share more. So this is me in real time learning how to be a better manifester and sharing more of the things that are happening with me to you guys. So a little scary, but barriers coming down. So this week, my parents arrived and they are going to be in Germany for a month, which is really awesome. I'm super stoked to have them here. Currently, they are entertaining Luna outside of my recording studio. So if you hear an occasional squeak of a gnome, that's why. And yes, we have a stuffed gnome and his name is Nomi. Excellent. So a little bit about this week, I want to talk to you guys about energies that I've been feeling, energies that I've seen other people feel, and what we can do in part in response to some of this, but then also like normalizing some of these feelings as well, I think is really important. So let's start with the manifester, just because that's a little bit more um, relatable for me. And then I can kind of explain and explore what I've been seeing um, with fellow energy types as well over the past week, week and a half or so, or some of the challenges that have been coming up, especially in the Voxer group. I feel like that's been a really cool place to see recurring frustrations with similar um, or the same types. Uh, and we'll go through some of that in a second. So manifestor wise, we as manifestors, I'm speaking as we just because I am one. So if you are not one, please disregard, please disregard the we. Um, but as a manifestor, we are here to kind of take information from source, from universe, whatever you want to call it, distill it down and then create something from it, right? So recently I've been having these, I call them universal downloads for lack of a better word, to really hone down and do something more with the roundtables that I host. And that has been to downsize them even more and get even more niche with them, making the roundtables about a specific human design type, meaning manifestors or generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors, a group of all of those, like of one type, right? So like reflectors would be like four reflectors in a group, four projectors in a group. And the reason this was such an aha moment is because I've seen this happen in the human design space before, but I never thought to do it here. Um, And I don't know why, (laughs) but this was like a really big download that I had, I would say mid last week. And that has gotten some really good response. So the next piece of being a manifester is taking that download and then informing people that it could affect So I reached out to probably every projector I know and I was like, hey, real talk, I don't want to sell you. I just need to know if this is going to be something that people would be interested in. So I informed. And once I was able to do that, get the messaging out there, 
people like that gave people the response to be excited about it maybe give me some eh, response to it but that's super helpful to me to kind of gauge the audience to inform the people that it could affect and gain responses back from it so super long story short and again this is not a salesy thing this is me informing you and i feel like i always need to mention that because we are sold to all the friggin time in our society in our world and i find it frustrating so like I've really learned to say, okay, well, this is me informing you, like, don't feel any pressure around it. So if you hear me saying that, that's why. Um, but I think the next piece of that is now that I've informed people, like they can, they can make that decision, whether it fits for them, whether it feels aligned for them or not, the ball's in their court, right? Like, I'm just here to tell you what I'm doing as a manifester here to tell you what I'm doing. If you want to be a part of it, friggin' awesome. And if it's a not right now thing, that's okay too. So I think this learning process has been really cool. And like, this is what I'm going to transition to when I'm talking about other design types as well. But like, it's still a learning process, right? Like almost two years in, it is still a learning process. Informing does not come naturally to me, even though it's part of my human design. And there might be other pieces of your design that don't come naturally to you and feel off and feel just unaligned right now because you've been conditioned to think that they are not part of you. So a lot of what I'm seeing coming up, especially for projectors right now, is a feeling of overwhelm, a feeling of burnout, and a feeling of, I have to do all of the things to be successful. That is put on us societally. That is something that projectors and other design types have probably been conditioned to feel. And that sucks, right? Like as a projector, you are here to share your wisdom and you can do that, but you only need to focus on one person to share that wisdom with, or one thing to share that wisdom with, or one scenario to share that wisdom with at a time. You do not need to be a multitasker. You do not have to have a laundry list of things to get done for your business or for your life in one day. The more you hone in on focusing on one thing as a projector, that's actually going to be more beneficial and feel more aligned. You may feel guilt around it, like you're not doing enough. But remember, that's not you. That's societally put on you. So don't worry about it, right? Like I give, give it a shot this week. If you can hone in and focus on one project per day, per week, or rather per day, whatever days of the week that you work as a projector, and maybe only focus like three to four hours on that and then kind of intermix some other fun things throughout your day to kind of get your energy back, give it a shot. I would love to know how that feels for you. And if you don't know what your human design is, I always leave a link in the show notes. Um, So you can go check out your human design for free. All you need is your birth date, your birth time, and your birth location to figure it out. And then in the upper left-hand corner, it'll say what type you are. And that's the most high like high arching level that we're talking about today. So that was a quick little side note, but it's really important to lean into some of the things that may feel off initially, but that's actually you. That's like the way you should be functioning, the way you were like designed to function. So let me know how that feels. Let me know how that resonates. Just focusing on one thing per day. If you needed to, if you needed to have the permission for it, this is your permission. Focus on one thing per day. How does that feel? 
let me know over the next week once you start implementing this, hopefully, and seeing how that resonates for you. Are you more productive? Do you feel less burnt out? Are you shooting on yourself less? And I think this also comes into play with what are your values? So there's a projector that I'm working with and she's a mom of two little girls and she has childcare sometimes throughout the week, but not all the times. And actually there's another projector who's in a very similar situation. So like it really breaks down to what your values are in your life. For both of them, it's being there for their kiddos growing up. And then business is also there, but that's not as high as like being there for their kiddos. So that's really something to consider, right? Like it's not just your human design, but like where do your values fall into this as well? And if you haven't checked out the episode with Laura Jean from earlier this season, I would really recommend it because she is super helpful. She actually helped me get super clear on my values earlier this year in her container space called Radical. So shameless plug, not really shameless plug, awesome plug for Laura Jean of Dietitian Values. Um, definitely go back and check out that episode. But it's also very important to incorporate your values into what you're doing as a human, as a dietitian, as a business owner right? And like, they don't have to be different from your personal values. Your, your values are your values. You don't need business values and at home values. Make them one in the same. Give that a shot. And that's for any design type, not just projectors out there. The next, I guess, space or the next type let's talk about is manifesting generators. Cause I've seen something reoccurring as well. There's just this reoccurring theme of burnout, which is I think it just transcends one, every industry, one, and then two, every type. Even though manifesting generators have a sacral motor, think of it as like the energizer bunny and generators have this as well. So both MGs and generators have this ability to keep going. They just have this like, must use all my energy battery throughout the day. And that's great, right? Like you can get a shit ton of stuff done. But the caveat is you need to be passionate about what you're doing. And if it lights you up and you're excited about it, then that's how you know you're supposed to be doing it. And that task is less likely to burn you out. So there are different ways to recognize what lights you up that we won't get into today. Because that is like, I would say level too deep and it's just going to get a little too confusing for today's conversation. But it needs to feel like something that excites you. It needs to feel like you really want to do it. And that is going to help mitigate burnout. So the the MGs that I've worked with over the past couple of months, actually just through this past year, I've seen a recurring theme of burnout and a, a desire to do launches differently, right? Even though manifesting generators and generators have all of this energy they want to do launches differently. They don't want to do launches in the quote unquote blueprint way that everyone else out there is doing it, right? Like push really hard for three weeks, doors close, scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. There's only four spots left kind of thing. They want to be able to do it in a way that feels really good to them. And there is a dietitian who completely transformed the way that she did her last launch to a way that actually suited her design. And for her specifically, that was reaching out to her community, not having to sell, sell, sell on Instagram, do a million posts. It was to use the community that she already has to 
like spread the word or people who were already following her, already in her world, already loved what she was doing. They just needed to be reached out to. And then they ended up, I mean, in this instance, it was very easy, right? Because like they were just digging what she was saying, but like she ended up reaching out. And I would say within a few weeks, she had a full, like a full um, cohort for her six month program, which is really cool. She was significantly less stressed out. To give you some perspective, she did uh, a launch earlier this year and she needed to take like a month off of social after the last launch because of how exhausted it made her. That's not the way, right? Like that's not the right way to run your business. If what you're doing makes you feel tired and burnt out and dis dis or unpassionate, I don't know which term that would be, (laughs) but like if you're doing things that don't align with you, you're going to feel like shit. But if you're doing things in alignment, it's going to elevate you. It's going to lift you up. You're going to feel so much better about it. So give that a noodle around. Is there anything in your business that doesn't feel right or that makes you really, really, really exhausted? Think about that. And if so, how can you be implementing something differently? And if you don't know the answer to that, that's what we dive into in both the Voxer community chats that I host, which are unfortunately closed out for the rest of the year. But if you're really, really interested, we can maybe find a spot for you in an existing group. And then we dive even deeper into that in the roundtable settings, both in the roundtables that are type specific. So if you're an MG struggling with this, I'm going to put you in a group with other MGs who are struggling with this, and we are going to find solutions together that feel really aligned. And then second piece of that, the next stage would be to be in a space with other design types so that you can see how your energies interact and react together. And it's really beautiful when that happens. So those are two ways that we can dig deeper into this. Um, But I hope that this resonates with you guys. Like if you are a manifesting generator or a generator out there, let me know how that feels. Like you have, again, like you have the permission to do things your way. You don't have to show up because the blueprint, like the the launch blueprint that you downloaded or that you paid a shit ton of money for tells you that you must show up on stories 10 times a day. You must do two reels a day. You have to have X amount of engagement and you need to be lively and excited all the time, right? Like not every launch is going to feel like that. And that may be because the product or service that you're launching isn't aligned, or that may be because the, the method that you're taking to launch doesn't feel aligned or isn't aligned. So consider that. I guess another, I just have, I have so many examples, but there's another dietitian that I've worked with earlier this year. She's also an MG and she had a launch back in May and she was not feeling it. And you could tell that every time she hopped on stories, every time she hopped on reels, it was not exciting to her. And it came through on the other end. She was doing it because she felt like she had to. And this is after we had worked together, but she was like, no, like I need it. I need to do this. And for X, Y, and Z reasons. So like she had her reasoning behind it, but that wasn't an aligned reasoning. When she launched her other program just a couple of weeks ago, she showed up with the biggest smile on her face. You could see the beautiful energy coming through on the other end. She was excited about it. It lit her up and you could see that that's impactful. 
So I am a firm believer that if you are exhausted, if you are not feeling showing up, don't do it. Like it's going to come across really shitty on the other end. So consider that when you are launching, consider that when you have literally anything to say, take a second, ask yourself, how do I feel in this moment? Like, do I feel like I have the energy, the will, the desire, the, the love, the intuition, the thought process, like whatever it is, do I have what I need behind this post to show up in my fullest or even 90%? And if the answer is no, then don't do it. Maybe if you want to, for me at least, I've done this recently. I've started informing with just a picture in the background on stories and then a quick little description of like what's happening in my life and why I didn't do X, Y, and Z that day. For me, that is key, right? Informing, keeping people informed. Anyone who it could affect, I need to inform. So for me, that's really important as a manifester. But for you, it may not be important to inform people what you're up to, but give that a shot. Showing up with any kind of post only when you have the energy behind it. Let me know how that feels. Let me know how that resonates. Tell me what that engagement difference looks like on whatever platform you're using. Give that a noodle around. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about my energy or energy in general with other people's energy. And reflectors, I'm really sorry. I am not omitting you from this, but I only have two reflectors in my life and we do talk occasionally, but I don't know if I have enough info to share reflector-wise. Actually, maybe I do. Okay, let's do that really quick. So as you guys can tell, this is a very unedited episode. So we're just rolling with it. I hope you're here for it. I'm trying to be less type A about all of these things. And I am type A, but it is what it is. So I was actually speaking to one of the two reflectors that I know recently. And what she was experiencing as well, damn, this is a recurring theme, is burnout, feeling unaligned and not knowing like what the next steps are to to show up consistently and i think for reflectors in particular this can be even more challenging so if you look at a chart your chart will probably have different things filled in right so you'll have a color other than red and black on your chart however a reflector has no centers filled in meaning that those like little triangles and little squares are all white meaning that they take in energy from others around them and they need a lot of alone time to be back in their own energy. So this can definitely lead a reflector to burnout, which can be really intense because they're taking in energy from everywhere else. And if they're not aware that that's not their energy, then that can be that can be a burnout issue, right? So for reflectors, the most high arching tactic, I guess you could say, the most high arching strategy for all of this is to wait an entire lunar cycle, wait an entire 28 days before making a decision. And I know that can be really frustrating. That can be really challenging, but I think that also allows reflectors the time to sit in it and to really noodle about like, is this my energy? Is this their energy? And that's going to be really important. There are 
a lot more details that go into that, obviously, depending on the more, like more detailed aspect of being a reflector, but that's very high arching. So to the handful of reflectors I know, hopefully that is helpful as well. All right. So now we can get into the energy that I've been feeling and like, maybe you guys can start tapping into this as well. So there's, I guess it's multifactorial. So I'm going to keep this super high, high level, but basically any space on your chart that is white and doesn't have any color filled in, right? So we're talking about the centers again. That can be others, other people's energy that comes into your world or that comes into your space and gives you the energy to like do things. So typically, I mentioned earlier that my parents are here and typically it's just me, my husband and my dog. I honestly don't know my dog's doggy design because I don't know her birth date or time, which is such a bummer, but I think she might be a reflector. So I don't know. Anyway, so typically it's just me and my husband and he is a sacral generator. So as I mentioned earlier, that's like the energizer bunny part, right? So like if I need to get something done, I go sit next to him because I don't have that. And I like, he calls me a succubus, but I like take his energy, right? Like in that way. And then I know it's not mine. So then I go spend some time by myself and like spending time by yourself is basically like, think of like a COVID bubble, right? Like a six foot radius around you. That's your energy. So I know that like when I need to do something or I need the energy to do something, I just go sit by him and it works. However, the last couple of days I've been in very close quarters with both him and my parents and my parents are also manifesting generators. They're both manifesting generators and they have their own sacral energy. So it has been a lot, a lot of different energies affecting me this past week. And it's not to say neither good nor bad, right? Cause like, I know that that's not my energy, but I find myself getting exhausted faster throughout the day because I'm surrounded by so much go, go, go energy. And they're not necessarily go, 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 must leave now kind of people, but that's the energy that they have. And that's the energy that I'm taking in. So it makes me more tired faster. Um, meaning that I need a lot of downtime at night before I can actually fall asleep. I think I actually needed like two or three hours last night by myself before I could actually fall asleep, which is really interesting. So I think it's also important to note, like sometimes to get work done, you need to be around other people, especially manifestors, projectors. You probably need to be around other people because you do not have a sacral. I've seen that reflectors can go either way, right? Like they don't have a sacral either. Um, and that's the little red square, second one up from the bottom, just that we know what we're all talking about. I've, I've seen reflectors work well from home, um, but as a manifester and as projectors, it might be really beneficial for you to go to a cafe or be in like a co-working space somewhere where you can be around the energy of other people and then leave. So consider giving that a shot. And for generators or um, manifesting generators, it really depends. Um, this is like maybe I would say like second or third level into your chart that would determine like where your best work environment is, but you could benefit from being around other people as well. And I know as entrepreneurs, like a lot of us just work from home. I mean, you know, I'm sitting in a sad little room right now all by myself staring at a door and my parents' clothing because it's on a rack, <laughs> LOL. Um, but yeah, so consider working in a different environment and seeing how that feels and seeing how that affects your productivity. 
because a lot of the times I just go to a cafe because I know that there are going to be other people there and that's the energy that I can like use when I really have to get shit done. So consider that as a method, right? Like if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling lonely at home, going to a different environment can really perk things up. I would love to know how this episode resonated with you guys today. Like, is this the style that you like? Like where I just kind of free talk things out of my cabeza into the microphone? Or do you prefer things that are a little bit more structured? I would love to know. Reach out via Instagram at the Dietitian Collaborative. Um, you can shoot me an email. You can book a time on my calendar if you want to like actually meet face to face. Whatever you need, guys. Um, all of the links are in the show notes for today's episode. And yeah, thanks guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Oh, and I will also put information about the roundtables down below as well. Um, again, the Voxer community is mostly packed this year, but I can make an exception if you are really wanting to be in a space with other cool dietitians. So, and especially a space where people are also exploring their human design. Like that's going to be a really big piece of it. So let me know if that feels aligned. I'm happy to make some space in one of the existing groups for you. And if you want to be in a space with your design specifically, let me know. The roundtables are open for that. I will be hosting one specifically for projectors first. But if I have a handful of another design type come forward saying that they want that in their space as well, I am more than happy to open up space for that as well. Alrighty, guys. Until next week, when we have, I'm honestly not sure on the podcast, but it'll be a surprise when you hear their voice next week. All right, guys. Ciao. Thank you.